Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pods Menu, the show where we hit pause, sit back, and just chill. I am your host, Ben Magnet, and today on the show, I honestly am still reeling from the fact that this gentleman agreed to come on the show. If you are a sports fan at all, you probably know him. He is the one ninja who you could probably hear in the distance screaming that the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Urinating Tree Tree. Holy shit. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you today? I know where you're from. It is freezing cold. And you uh, 15 degrees. I just shoveled snow 10 minutes ago, so I'm yeah. still trying to warm up out there. <laughs> I had to come back in because my hands were freezing up. I have gloves on. Yeah. Oh I will say, though, the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to tell you how you do it. First, you're going to go on SeatGeek. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by this show. And then you're going to find the tickets to the Super Bowl. And use code tree to save $20 off your first purchase. See, you don't tell me I'm not a good salesman. That's how you see us go Super Bowl. That's how the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> now, when I uh, I messaged my... So, a little inside baseball here before we started talking about the show. Um, I my, A friend of mine, because I have a group of friends. We all go to spring training together in Arizona. Ooh, all nice. of our favorite baseball teams play. I'm the Dodgers fan. We have A's fans, Giants fans, Angels fans. And we go there and we just watch baseball, all of our favorite teams, even a few teams that we're not fans of. Because it's like, you know, it's spring training. The tickets are dirt cheap. Let's go enjoy baseball. There's great places to eat and drink around the city of Phoenix. And um, my buddy showed me a video. I think it was um, the I don't know if it was the Bills legacy of failure. Or it was something, but all I remember it was either the Bills or the Giants, and the sound effect behind it was derp, derp, derp. Oh, derp, that's derp, the derp. Giants one. Giants. It was a Giants one, yeah. yes. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then I get home from spring training, I look, I look up more of your videos. Next thing I know, I'm subscribed and I'm watching, and I've been watching your content for years. So once again, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Oh man, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it, brother. Of course. Now this is. I mean, obviously, you can tell audio listeners and, and viewers, you can tell from the title, we're talking sports ball video games here. But first and foremost, Tree, every time I have a guest on the show, I always ask him this one question. How did you get into video games? Oh, video games. It had to be when I was like five or six. Uh, my dad, his um, somebody he was dating, her son had a Sega Genesis. Like, you know, the old mm-hmm. school with the headphone jacks and the volume sliders on the side. Very oh. old school Genesis. So oh, that's how brother. I got it. My oh, brother. Dude. Christmas tree. Oh, dude, I got one of those on my yeah. tree, too. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Audio, list, audio listeners, I'm holding up my my uh, Sega Genesis Hallmark ornament, which is... <laughs> it, my fiance and I, we just put our Christmas tree away, but some of the ornaments I keep out of the box for reasons like that mm-hmm. one. I, got, I still got to put my tree away. I finally got one this year. I have uh, <laughs> decided to get... I had a Genesis one. My sister got me an NES one, and I got a SNES one that was just uh, available on eBay. I'm like, all right, let's get Ooh. it. So oh, you did get the G... You didn't get the Dreamcast one this year? I do not have the Dreamcast one. I didn't see the head of oh. Dreamcast one. I'll have to grab that one. I, I used to work at a Hallmark store, so now every year when Hallmark releases the ornaments, I always check to see what they got. Oh, now I have to t- get a Dreamcast one. I mean, <laughs> when's the N64 one coming out? Come on. I don't know. I've been waiting for that one myself. Yeah. That's the I mean, one that, I would want. Yeah. It's or probably the PlayStation. Have- oh. That would be really cool, too. Because what game would you put on there? Would it, would it be Metal Gear Solid? Or would I it would be Crash s- Bandicoot? Or would it be something else? For the PlayStation... Oh, for N64, I think the obvious answer is Super Mario Super 64. Mario 64. Yeah. 
Yeah, you hear the it's me. You hear like probably bits of Bob on Battlefield because for the Dreamcast, it's Sonic yep. Adventure, and the music that plays is from uh, the first stage. It's like the first mm-hmm. stage is Sonic. It's the ocean yep. stage. I would say yep. for PlayStation, it could it could either be maybe not Metal Gear because of Konami, but maybe Crash Bandicoot would probably be the one that would make sense. I would say so. I don't know if Crash Bandicoot is still tied up with or no, because that's Activision. You know, the rights to that Crash Bandicoot are absolutely a mess. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe a safe bet would be Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy wouldn't be a bad one. No, um, it, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, you have especially to get now like that, a lighter-hearted one. It wouldn't have to be Sephiroth theme or anything like that. No, it would probably be the um, the da, 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 the battle theme. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. It'll probably be that. Mm, or that it could be... be or it could be Spyro. Spyro wouldn't be a bad one either. I forgot yeah. about Spyro. The thing about, yeah, the funny thing about PlayStation is that even though PlayStation, like original PlayStation, yeah. has a, a grand library of games, it's not like the N64. because It I doesn't have those exclusive iconic characters. And most of those that came yeah. in, they weren't were non-exclusive. Like the only ones are really what? Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, maybe Rayman. Uh, Jack and Daxter didn't come around until the PX2. Yeah. So... Yeah, because when you, even well, even then the because li- it um because the library for the PlayStation One was just so vast. Excuse me, was just so vast. And then yes. you talk to a bunch of uh, people who had the N sixty four, N sixty four. Everyone almost played the exact same games mm-hmm. because like Nintendo was just king. I mean, you yeah. did have like off party titles, like you had mm-hmm. sports games. You had a nice variety, but for the most part, it was you know the N sixty four exclusives. Or if you were into yeah. wrestling, the the uh, AKI games, the uh, WCW, NWO World Tour, and WCW Revenge, WWF WrestleMania, No Mercy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but either way, I mean, if they do make a PlayStation One, I'm buying it. Or you don't put a game; you just do the boot up sound. Ooh, that's not a bad one either. That's definitely a smart one because, like, you would you would not have an actual place for the CD. Yeah, because the CD, because the cool thing about the cartridge games are even the Dreamcast one. The I have the Dreamcast one right here, like I said, because I I tried to split like the Dreamcast one. You don't really see the game on like the yeah. Super Nintendo or the Genesis one, mm-hmm. but over here on the VMU bit, so, there's like a little Sonic that pops up. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Let me just like cover the speaker so my audio doesn't go. Like, see. I see what you mean. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It is. I mean, audio listeners definitely check out the video for that one. It's it's really neat. It's a. Is a neat little thing, but anyways, going off of a Hallmark ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, that's what happens when you're an adult. No, no. Quote unquote. Hey, uh, hey, dude. I, like I said, rants and tangents are not are they're not welcome on the show. They are encouraged. Excellent. It is a hundred percent fine. So you grew up. So uh, you were saying that you were your first experience to with video games was a Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Sega Genesis. I, and then uh, Christmas of 94, I remember. Uh, I got a copy of Madden 95. I didn't put two and two together, but like uh, open up for Christmas, you see my brother playing, um, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and uh, mm-hmm. Emerald Hill Zone. Like that, you know, you get certain songs that like take you back to like that certain time frame. That's Emerald Hill Zone for me because like you hear it again, it's like, Man, it takes me back to Christmas morning in 1994. You put up that Genesis <laughs> and you're playing it for the first time, man. Those are the memories that just stick with you. Oh, 100, 100%. I've told the story on the show a million times, but one Christmas I asked my dad for a Super Nintendo. He just heard Nintendo. He just got me an NES. 
<laughs> I open it up Christmas morning. I see the NES. And since I'm there surrounded by my family, my mom's side of the family, and they don't, they're not too keen on ungrateful children for Christmas. Uh... So I had to, I had to, I had to play it up being like, oh yeah, this is what I want. But the cool thing was, is that since it's, you know, it's Montana, a lot of people, a lot of my family members, they're hunters. Duck Hunt and the Zapper came Oh, dude, with that it. was great. Oh, dude, they yeah. love that stuff. Oh, that dude. I had to ask to play my Nintendo because the adults were playing. My yeah. 60-something-year-old grandfather was playing Duck Hunt. They had an, uh, my, my, uh, the brother, he also had an NES at the time too. So I was able to play, you know, Duck Hunt, Super Mario Brothers, Excite Bike, stuff oh. like that. Never got to play Excite Bike, but because I got, because uh, the NES was originally my aunt's, my, uh, my mm -hmm. dad's sister. So I had like Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt. Yep. I had two copies of Mario 3 for some reason. A few, uh, we had a, a, like a, just a few random games. Like we also had a few random LJN sports games. Like, um, interesting. Yeah, we had NASCAR, MLB baseball, um, TNC Surf Design. Did that you play NFL was... football? Because I played that in emulator. It is a very bad game when it comes to football, but it's like. Thankfully, I did not have a football game. The first and only NES football game I've ever played was Tecmo Bowl. And Smart that's goal. when that came. It, that came out on the. I, I didn't play that until like 20, 25 years later because it came out on the NSL, the Nintendo mm. Switch Online service when the nice. NES thing came up. So I was like, hey, Tecmo Bowl. And that just got me excited because I'm a Raiders fan. And when I went to Los Angeles, I'm like. Oh, I wonder what Los Angeles team. I saw the silver and black. I'm like, yes, oh, it's the Raiders. The Raiders. Mm. The Raiders. Yeah. I will I will say. <laughs> oh, oh God, this last season. But yeah, so you so you grew up playing uh Genesis and then your the brother or the um the other was it your brother? It was or? like a it was like it was like a boyfriend, uh her son. Oh okay. like my parents okay. divorced like very early on, so like, that's how I got my first real experience with video games at mm -hmm. the time. So, like, you had, like, all the old stuff, and then they he gave, like, the Genesis, because he was, like, 16, 17. He was about to move on to college. So mm -hmm. that's probably where it came down to there. And um, so that's how I mostly got into gaming, had the Genesis, and then, you know, N64 growing up, a yeah. little bit of PlayStation. Xbox was the big one, too. So, okay. Nice. Any, uh, any gaming now or is, or is it just a mostly... little bit? I try to bit? game when I can. Like, I mean, as I yeah. said, during the pandemic, I did more gaming than I have done in mm -hmm. a very long time. So played up a bunch of games, tried to finish them up. I, I just, I just don't really have the time, unfortunately, just oh, because yeah. of everything I do for like work related stuff. Plus, you know, the real life stuff, but I always love just jamming, playing some video games whenever I can, like, you know, whip out the old Genesis emulator. Cause unfortunately I don't have my Genesis anymore, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's a moral high ground, but it's like, I own the game once. It matters. It's okay no, no. to me. <laughs> hey, if there's a way for the, if there's a way to play it, by all means, play it. I am not yeah. a, against emulation. I mean, the, my air quotes Genesis is the Genesis mini that my, uh, one of my friends got me for Christmas one year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's for me, that's like, it's, it's technically a Genesis, but yeah. Well, the actual emulators aren't the problem. It's the ROMs. That's yeah. What yeah. yeah. About. Oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, uh, so now my next question, what is some of your earliest question or questions, earliest memories with sports games? Like you mentioned that you got a PlayStation Ooh. and you opened up Madden 95 because your yep. channel is from what, what I was first introduced to your channel. It's all about sports. 
Mm-hmm. And and looking at your bio, you used to said, "Hey, I used to talk about video games, but now it's mostly sports." So, mm-hmm. what do you? What's some of your earliest memories with sports games? Oh, dude! I mean, all the old Genesis <laughs> games, the old EA games from Genesis, Madden '95, '94, '93, uh, like those games. Uh, they had NHLPA '93, which is what I really got into hockey with. NHLPA '93, NHLPA, NHL '94. Like those mm-hmm. are actually really good games that stand up to the test of time now. And I Ooh, still okay. like I really got into that. Uh, the game I always was amazed by in terms of graphics. Uh, have you ever played NHL 97 for the PC? I have not. I think, um, excuse me, if my memory serves, when my parents did get a Windows 95, excuse me again, when my parents finally got a, a Windows 95 PC, I think one of the games was either NHL 97 or NHL 90 or 96. It was mm-hmm. one of those two, but we had to return it because I guess the specs for our PC weren't they it wasn't like the right like our pc yeah. wasn't able to run it it, it wasn't it was like not optimized yeah. at least once again this was like in the in the mid 90s yes very early 90s so mm-hmm. i don't remember all, all i remember is like dad and my brother come home with pc he gets a few games and he told me there was a sonic game available but they were sold out he would buy it for me the next day and he did nice i mean that's I all that's all i remember hey there's nothing wrong with that i mean the thing with NHL 97 was mm-hmm. um, I always remember being amazed because it was the first time I saw like full 3D graphics in the sports games. Most of those were 2D sprites at the time or like yeah. FMV, nothing like real 3D. If you actually look it up on YouTube, there's actually footage of it. It looks like it has an age well because, you know, like primitive 3D graphics just don't. But at the yeah. time, it's revolutionary. I'm like, oh, my God. It's actually real hockey players. And it's like the my like eight-year-old mind just could not comprehend just this just unbelievable, just like spectacle in front of me. I think what I remember my moment with that, or my moment like that, it involves two football games. Of I don't I want to say it was maybe Madden. It was one of the Maddens for the PS2. And I, I don't remember which one exactly, but we were playing at one of my dad's friends' houses. And we were just my brother and I were just amazed because we were just like playing a game of Madden. And all of a sudden we're like we're looking at the players on screen. We're like, oh, my God, they look so real. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally got my Sega Dreamcast, I we were at like Babbage's or a a secondhand store. And they had a like I think it was NFL 2K1 on on, it was like on sale for like ten dollars. It was, you know, it was stupid cheap. So we picked it up. We picked that up in an NBA game up. And when we went home, we plugged it in and we're playing it. And we're my brother and I are and the, remember this is Sega Dreamcast low yes. graphics. And we're staring at it thinking the players look so real, everything mm-hmm. looks so real. Because one of the earliest sports games I remember playing was Monday Night Football for the PC. Monday Night Football. I've never played that yeah. one. I know there was an ESPN Monday Night Football that played for the Genesis. I think I rented that once, but like uh-huh. I don't remember Monday Night Football for the PC. I don't know where my my family got it. I can remember the cover to this day. It's like the old 90s, like Monday Night Football logo. One of the Green Bay. It wasn't Brett Favre, but it was a different like maybe like a Packers lineman was on the cover. But like the big box is cool because it had all the teams on the side of the of the box. And it was that was my football, my go to football game for the longest time. But I'm trying to look I, it up right now. I know like there's ABC Sports <laughs> Monday Night Football, ABC Sports Monday, ABC Monday Night Football. Is it was it in 96? I want to say, yeah, it was in 96. Yeah, because like the other one I'm looking at is like for DOS, Commodore, Amiga. 
and like oh, 90. God. Oh, so, Lord. yeah. Had to be had to be 96 then. Okay, so that makes sense because I I did not play this game. I played a few others. You know, football pro was like one of them. Like uh, mm-hmm. it was more of a strategy game. And the weird one I got from like you know for a Macintosh back in the day, it was just like something I was gifted to me by like you know like um somebody my mom was dating Tom Landry strategy football, which is just like you know just like a really like old school like early nineties game. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's really fun or it's really interesting because even now looking back, because as a nineties kid and as an, and, uh, someone who grew up in the nineties as, as you grew up in the nineties as well, you were talking about a bunch of like older, um, sports games. And that's like, that's right. There were still a whole lot of sports games outside mm-hmm. of the big ones that we know of today, you know, like Madden, yep. uh, 2k or even when I was a kid, Tecmo Bowl. Cause when I got my, like when I got my NES for Christmas, the, there was another sports game that we got. And it became another big hit that Christmas. It was ice hockey. Oh, good one, man. That's a great oh. one. Blades of Steel. You ever play that one? I have not, but I really need to play that game. I have I haven't played it, but still the, I heard great things about Blades of Steel, but still looking at a game like uh like ice hockey and just like it was so it was so much fun. I, once mm-hmm. again, my brother and I, we had no idea what was going on. The adults didn't have any, hardly had any idea what was going on. But it, you should have heard the comments that my family was saying. Thankfully, they were they were keeping it clean because, you know, two small boys. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I will never forget my dad playing as the United States and my cousin playing as Canada. And they were kind of getting into it. Oh, <laughs> dude. Like, that, so, uh, going back and forth. You can create enemies like that, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh dude, if so, you wanted to piss somebody off, you played as the Soviet Union while they played as the United States. I we had no idea what the, I had no idea what the Soviet Union was. And I was yeah. let's see, how old God, how old was I? Because we already had our PlayStation. And I mean, I was I was still I was I was in elementary school when we got the when we got the NES, but I was just still absolutely enraptured with by it because I think we whoever was player one got to pick play the United States and whoever was player two got to play the Soviet union. But most of the time it was like my brother. Cause we didn't know what was going on. And every once in a while we would switch. Cause we were just like, Hey, they're blue. And we recognize the American flag. I don't know who these red guys are, but we're going to play as the red guys. <laughs> I think it was probably the point. Cause I'm guessing like you're around my age, like mid thirties. So I'm assuming the Soviet union had probably collapsed by then. So you, yeah. nobody knew who that was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm thirty. I just turned thirty three last November, so the, right. the, around there, mid thirties or oh, getting to the mid, still early thirty. Technically, still early thirties, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm mid thirties now. I'm thirty five. I'm about to turn thirty six in a couple of days, so I'm not. I'm, oh, dude, I'm, I'm getting birthday. old. I gotta I gotta get the walker out. <laughs> happy early birthday, then. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I don't know why I said thank you, my God. Uh, <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> Can you tell my brain is sometimes is a little oh, dude, frazzled? I, I get, I get, I, 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 it happens to me all the time. I say like, thank you, good night. I say like, good morning when it should be good night, or good night when it's good morning. It's just like my my circadian rhythm's all messed up. So oh, I oh no, it. because of my because of my work schedule, like my normal wake up time is around like afternoon. Sometimes even like it's like sometimes two o'clock in the afternoon. And I have to be at work at four. And then when I get to, I get to work, someone's like, Hey, good morning. I'm like, well, I mean, technically for me, it is, but. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so one of the things I love about your videos, moving, like moving away from uh video games for a very hot second, talking about your videos, especially your, this week in sports ball series. 
you input a lot of video game sound effects into your um sports ball that into your sports ball videos and it's one of the reasons why i i've thought about it's like maybe because you obviously you know what video game what let me try to word this word this better you obviously know what those sound effects are Mm -hmm. and my question is what was the catalyst for you putting sound effects into those um videos because i have to admit they those sound effects make them like 10 times funnier especially like my personal favorite is whenever a player fumbles a football and you hear sonic's rings it's just the funniest to me it's the funniest shit because at the same time it's like yeah that's actually true it that's kind of what works it's pretty much what happens that's the first thing Mm -hmm. i I, it actually just gradually built up over time because in the beginning i didn't really use the sound effects but over time i felt like it added more to certain aspects Mm -hmm. of it especially when it's subtle and it's not really blaring at stuff so i've used a lot of mario sound effects sonic sound effects uh, smash brothers uh, the heavy sandwich one, I have some help there. He actually was the one that put that in. So with the nom, nom, mm-hmm. nom in the sack. So he actually came up with that one. So uh, I actually, I try to add as many as I can. I've actually done some Zelda CDI ones too. You know, some of like the eating ones. Like it, it, if you've heard, like I do that one sometimes for sacks. Uh-huh. And then like I had fun with that link saying I won where they had like a random sound effect. So I've oh, used okay. that one too. So I try to add as many as I can. Uh-huh. And I will like, say- hey, whenever I... Try and find something. It's like, you know what? This is going in the file. I'm going to use it. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to save this for later. Yes. Because even uh, a video that you that ha- that you put up a few weeks ago earlier in the season, at the time we're recording this, um, the playoffs just start, essentially just started. Wildcard mm-hmm. weekend was this past weekend. But it was when this the week before the Seahawks played the Eagles. And you're like, all right, who's on the docket next week? And you play fucking one wing uh... angel. That was actually my editor that did that with the help. So I said, like, you know what? I was actually just going to do a little bit of a um, a thing there where it's just like, oh, you just play the Eagles. I did not expect them to do the full montage with one winged angel. And it's like, dude, this is brilliant. <laughs> I showed that to my fiance and she was just cackling. She absolutely she thought it was like I because she's uh, been with me to like a few Final Fantasy concerts and she loves that song. And uh, the same song. Like, oh, Oh, it's a fantastic song. And like the only reason why she went with me is just to hear One Winged Angel. She has she has not a lot, she hasn't really played Final Fantasy until she met me, or at least she's hasn't been exposed to Final Fantasy. And then of course I'm playing remake, and then Sephiroth is the final boss, and all of a sudden she gets all like, Oh, you fighting Sephiroth. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm sitting there screaming, thinking, No, I can't fight him now. This is too soon. And she's just sitting there going, Yes. Were you under level? Uh, thankfully not so much i beat up my first try interesting nice yeah but i, I know was, like I, oh go ahead man oh no sorry i i was playing on a on a i think medium difficulty i wasn't i'm not a when i play video games i'm not instant try hard it's like go for the hardest difficulty make this the hardest thing ever it's like nah yeah i mean there's something interesting about having it like as a challenge but not super hard that's the way mm-hmm. I usually try to do it. I'm not like a hardcore gamer anymore, so I don't have the ability to make it like super challenging. And even that, I used to get like super pissed at video games, so I try not to yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, like the hardest video games I've played would definitely be, you know, Dark Souls 3, Elden uh, Ring, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. But even with those games, I had help because I would be playing with my friends. I'd be playing with yeah. my younger brother. My brother bought me a uh, Bloodborne. And he like he's he Venmo, he lives out in Miami, so he Venmoed me some cash. He's like, buy a Bloodborne. We're playing this right now. I'm like, okay. And he even bought me Dark Souls three. He's like, 
here's a Christmas present. You're playing Dark Souls 3 with me because he wanted me to enjoy this game. He wanted to play this game with me. And it turned into like one of my favorite or one of my favorite video game franchises now. So like when Elden Ring came out, I was just like, give it to me. Nice. I actually have not played Dark Souls. I have it on my computer. I bought it off Steam on sale and I just have mm-hmm. not had the chance to play it yet. And I really want to. It uh, hey like I know like what's goes on I know the music score I know yeah. like what's involved there I just have not played it for myself yeah like you know you know you probably know the the memes like the get good memes oh yeah I mean I've used Gwen Lord of Cinder a couple times uh, Father Gaston oh, yeah. I've used his mm-hmm. theme as well I've used a couple others as well so I I'm very familiar with that excellent music score very yeah yeah darks it will, I will say it is fun but just be prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, the key is, I think the thing is, is patience more or yeah. less because you can't just like swipe and then you're just going to die. Oh yeah. There's only one time where I fought this really, apparently this very challenging DLC boss in Bloodborne. My Ooh. brother told me that we just finished a boss together and I was going into a cutscene, and my brother was telling me, he's like, all right, be careful. Don't trigger this cutscene Cause if you trigger the cutscene, you're going to go into a boss fight. And I accidentally triggered it oh. and I triggered it before he told me. So I was like, um, I think I'm screwed because there's a cutscene going. He's like, oh no, you're 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 screwed. You're gonna die. <laughs> the and, would have been even funnier if, if you beat him on the first try. Oh no, I did. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was the boss was Maria of the Astral Clock Tower in the Bloodboard DLC. And according to my brother, I did what is called a pro gamer move. Because Maria is stupid hard, and when we went into his game and I fought and we fought her for him, the two of us, we, I mean, we did beat her the first try. We died like three or four times until we finally beat her together. Nice. Like the the fact that my the fact that I'm like fighting Maria and it was like one of those great moments where you're in the zone and all of a sudden like everything just melds. You're watching the for the patterns. You just get everything ready to go and just absolutely just well i didn't destroy her but just beating her on my first try to me that's like that felt really really good nice yeah so going uh so while you have your memories with the the older sports games what are do you remember some of your absolute favorites when you were a kid some of your favorite sports games of NHLPA 93, NHL 94. Those are the two right there. That Those games got mm-hmm. me into hockey. They are fluid. They are incredible games. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I just I fell in love with them right away. Blades of Steel was pretty good, too. Uh, John Madden, Madden 93. Uh, Madden, like most of the, the older Maddens are usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only, like, I'm trying to think, like, what else was, like, really, like, a fan of. NFL 2K5 was a big one mm-hmm. as well. Like, I love that game. But I mean, it was a shame when the NFL gave away the exclusive rights to EA, and I was like, I was not happy with that. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like off the top of my head, like Mario Golf. I don't know if you could really call that like a sports game. But that was pretty call, good. You know, I will call the Mario sport. I would say that the Mario sports games count. I would say if Mario was playing a sport, even the Olympic games, I would count those as sports games, even though they're more, especially the Mario titles. They're more like. I don't want to say kid friendly. They're more arcade style sports action. Because yeah. I would remember playing Mario Tennis uh, at a friend's house, and we would just be having an absolute blast playing Mario mm-hmm. Tennis. Like that's how I learned about 
the scorings, how tennis is scored. It's not just like, oh, one point here, one point there. It's like, yeah. why does it go like to 15 and then 30 and then this and then love? I don't understand this, but you know what? I'm just rolling with it because this is mm-hmm. Mario Tennis. I think I had, there was a game for like the Genesis and I had like a random tennis game and that's how I found out. It's like, wait, what does love 15 mean? And like I had the same experience, but not with Mario Tennis, but with like an older game. Um, mm-hmm. I know the NBA, like NBA Live 96, 97, 98. Those were good games too. Uh, baseball wise, I'm trying to think like which ones are really like that. Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest and like Major mm-hmm. League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. on the N64. Classic games. Yeah. Like those are games. Great games. Games, unfortunately, I never played because my go-to baseball game when I was a kid and when my PC still, you know, when it was able to play certain games and it still somewhat worked. And even today, because I have a Game Boy Advance copy of it, although it's not the same, was Backyard Baseball 2002. Ooh, interesting. Never actually played the Backyard series, but I do have some familiarity with it. I would say the Backyard, to me, the Backyard series is one of the best sports video games because it obviously it takes the sport of baseball but it i mean it's a good sports game for kids but if you Mm -hmm. want just fun video game arcade or i wouldn't say arcade action because it's hard to turn a baseball game into an arcade game because you know baseball is it's a slower game it's more methodical it's not like football hockey or even basketball but i would definitely say the backyard games especially backyard baseball if you just want a more lighthearted baseball experience, especially try definitely play the PC games because the Game Boy Advance games, it does it gets the job done, but you don't have like the witty commentary, you don't have mm-hmm. um the the backyard kids talking smack oh. or anything like that. You don't you hardware don't get, limitations, nothing. Yeah, hardware that. limitations. But it's just it's also fun. And even when I got my copy of uh, Backyard 2001, when they introduced the Major League, when they got the, the MLB license and they're like, hey, we have one player from every MLB team on here. I saw Sean Green was representing the Dodgers, nice. born and raised Southern California kid, diehard Dodgers fan. And also, I just want to say every time you criticize the Dodgers, you're right. Can't say shit. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, I mean, you're throwing money at everything that moves, man. I mean, you've had a great offseason. Shohei, Yoshinobu Miyamoto, yeah. you probably got a few other guys, too, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But, I, I mean, like. Yeah, yeah I, I can't say score. I mean, look, the, this offseason, hallelujah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we have been throwing some money around. Uh, but for the love of God, don't get knocked out the first round, please. Oh, I think that's a fail we all are. But I mean, the problem last year was your pitching was destroyed. I think. Oh that's yeah. Was, oh yeah. Kershaw's first outing against the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Well, he was playing injured most of the year too. Like, yeah. he, uh, but he came off IR. He hadn't pitched over five and a third innings. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. your ace. Like, you don't have Walker Bueller. You don't have Dustin May. You don't have uh, Tony Gonsolin. You, I mean, you lost a lot of guys to injury, and I mean, it was him, Bobby Miller, and Lance Lynn. Maybe yeah. I'm in Sheehan. And it's like, yeah, you, you ain't doing much anything there, unfortunately. Yeah. And you got glass now, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So I'm um, but thankful. Hopefully, you know, well, for me, fingers crossed this season, because a lot of people are calling us the most hated team in baseball now because we got Shohei, because we got Yamamoto and Glass now. So somebody had I, to usurp the Yankees. So I'm yep. Or well, for me, I still say the Astros are the most hated team. I still haven't forgiven them for 2017. Mm. Yeah. I would say Dave Roberts had more to do with that and putting uh, you Darvish in as your starter, but that's just me. Yeah. But yeah. game five was like – game five, if you look at game five, it's like it's one of the greatest games I've ever seen. But the problem is now it's tainted because, you know, sign stealing. And it's yeah. like, oh, 
God. Yeah, I will. I didn't watch Game Five live. I was checking my phone. I saw how the, we had the Dodgers had the lead, and I was just like, "Yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it." And then all of a sudden, the lead goes downhill. And because even that whole series, I was when I, when I did watch when I was able to watch it. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing series. And yes, for me, it was heartbreaking because that was the first time I saw the Dodgers go to the World Series. I, w- I was born in '90, so I wasn't around for '90 for '88. Mm-hmm. And for and I've experienced my favorite teams going to the championship game and experience heartbreak. Obviously, I've seen the Raiders lose in 2002 to the Buccaneers or 2003, excuse me. And now the Dodgers go into the World Series. They reach the promised land after years of trying, years of almost getting there, only to lose to the to the Astros. I'm like, you know, what? that was a great season. We'll get them next year. Next year happens. We, we just get ransacked by the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just got crushed. I don't think anybody was beating them that year. No, no, but then I mean, yes, we got it in 2020, which hallelujah, but all the it was the COVID the, and the Mickey, the was, Mickey trophy, that stuff. Yeah, they, even a bunch of angel fans who like to give me crap, they're like, Oh, but that's your Mickey Mouse ring. And I'm just like, I'm I'm sorry, why uh, you all you have to do to counter them is they haven't won a single playoff game with Trout and they yeah, win exactly. not Trout and Otani. That's all you yeah. have to say. Artie exactly. Moreno, there you go. <laughs> exactly. We yeah, took your of, best player. We did. <laughs> Like when he went, when the news broke that Otani signed with the Dodgers, I even run to tell my fiance and she's like, we what? And she was just, she was over the moon. She wasn't a Dodgers fan until she met me. And now she's like all for like the, Do- especially Otani joining the Dodgers. Cause she also has a few coworkers who are angels fans and they were giving her crap. Cause uh, um, there were, there'd be days at her work where you can come in wearing baseball jerseys. And because, you know, she's with me, she would wear a Dodgers one. And the Angel fans would give her crap. And now all of a sudden, it's like, we have your best player. And this is his first season. He's going to get experience October. What happened to that? What happened to six years with the Angels? You had two MVPs for how many years? And all of it, and every year is the same thing. Begin the season. We're going to do it. We're going to beat the Dodgers. We're going to go to the World Series. We're going to go to the playoffs. Halfway to, yeah, right by the All-Star break. Pew, explosion. Mm-hmm. Or like last year when you go all in and then you self-destruct and then wave yeah. every player after a month, which is like, yep. uh, yeah, that's probably the reason why Shohei left. Just yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Pro- probably. And also, thankfully, it's not a, it's not too far of a drive, too far of a drive from Angel Stadium to Dodger Stadium. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it could move to Long Beach, so it might be a touch closer. So it's very possible. Yeah, very true, very true. But even co- going back to backyard baseball. It was still, it's still a really, I would say it's a really, it's definitely a more lighthearted baseball game. If you want more, if you want to still play the game of baseball, but have a more lighthearted experience, I would say that's the way to go. And it's also when I was a kid, I mean, yes, we would have um, like the more like the, and like MLB 2000 on the PlayStation back when 989 Studios was still a thing. Mm-hmm. And we would have a whole bunch of other, um, like a few other meandering sports titles, but the ones I would go to mostly were like the more fun arcade games. Because they're because with backyard baseball, you get a double play. Your next batter has something called the aluminum bat, and if you make any contact with the ball at all, nine times out of ten, it's an instant home run. Hmm, I did not know that. Yeah, they have like these fun little things, like a screw. Like if you do like a double play, or if you have like a perfect inning, there are certain conditions to that you just sometimes meet of uh, to get special bats or even special pitches. Like they're like the the super fastball is literally called the fireball and just turns into a freaking comet over the plate and it's almost impossible to hit. Hmm. It's like, oh, you want a free strike? Here you go. 
they got yeah i would definitely say backyard baseball is a it's a good time if you just want something you know just a little more lighthearted and not as say serious as like uh mlb the show or um even uh like madden or something yeah mlb the show is a great game though i mean it's i mean especially if you try like the realistic controls like man this is tough because all you do is like either you strike out or you get a hit. Like you don't actually actually do walks. It's like, <laughs> oh God. It's like <laughs> MLB the show is something I haven't tried. Cause I there's something I was also hoping to talk to you about about modern sports games. I don't know if it's just because I've grown out of the sports video game uh area or the or I've just grown out of sports video games. Cause for me, when I go to video games, I'm def nowadays I'm definitely more either retro, I'm more RPG centric, I'm more mm -hmm. platformer story-based video games. Not that there's anything wrong with sports games, but I will say EA has definitely tainted sports games for me with their microtransactions, with their essentially stranglehold on certain uh franchises and certain uh things. Cause I would kill for a game like NFL or NBA Street again. Those games were awesome. I think the problem is, too, it's not just the exclusive licenses. Ultimate Team has pretty much done a number on that sort of thing because they make significantly more money off it. Why would you invest in single-player modes, make like 60, 70 bucks, when you can do Ultimate Team, have a couple guys spend like a couple hundred bucks on it, and replace those guys that do the 60 bucks. Like, why would you? That's why they invest all that money. Yeah. So it makes sense from a business perspective, but in terms of the gameplay, it's it's not good. Like, you can see mm -hmm. a bunch of, like, error montages on, like, different video games. They're using an engine, Frostbite engine, that's more meant for FPS shooters like, and not sports games because they're, like, pre-rendered and, like, you know, like, pre-rendered and, like, um, like, triggered, like, motion and not like fluid and i mm -hmm. think that's what does it so yeah. it's, it doesn't really like feel natural yeah it even madden nowadays because the last few madden games they have they've, they've used frostbite engine yeah they've used frostbite yeah because they just yeah. severely declined in like i would i mean look madden is a yearly release i get it we make fun of madden we make fun of fifa because every year it's just it's like it's the same game but it's, it's just a roster you know, update. yeah roster updates players just change here and there i understand that has to be a yearly update because, you know, trades happen in the offseason. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously with the current Madden, like what year Rodgers was going to Green Bay Packer. Now he's a New York Jet. Mm -hmm. Or you might add a feature or two, maybe a new yeah. like, wrinkle that adds to yeah. like the replayability. Yeah. Or even with uh, when the Raiders moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, it's like, yeah, here's the season where the last season as the Oakland Raiders. And then the next game, it's like, hey, here's the new render for Allegiant Stadium. And here's the mm -hmm. new home field for you guys. I understand it. But at the same time, just like looking at how bad the quality or just or not the, how bad the quality is. I just it's Madden's kind of like Call of Duty nowadays where it's like it comes out every year. You go, oh, yeah, there it is. And then mm. you go online and you see the people who do love these games, who do put the time and effort and money to play them. And they're just constantly bagging on it. It's like, I don't yeah. know why I ever want to touch it. I would rather go back to the older Madden games or even to the games where the more arcadey ones like Tecmo Bowl, for example. I think it's just a replayability issue because like after a while, those games would get tiring as well. I think it's just the novelty. So they're in like a weird spot. I think the thing is they want to, the issue is they call it a simulation, even though I wouldn't really call it a simulation. It's mm -hmm. more like there's a lot of wonkiness involved. And if you're dealing with simulation football and you have a bunch of plays that are considered like game breaking, I think there was a guy in a Madden tournament that did nothing but like 
uh, fake punts with like his running back or something like that and won a Madden tournament. I forget like what it was because of like there was like a glitch that like made it like easier for him to run or something like that. If I, mm -hmm. I forget like how it was. Um, but like I think like that's where the issues come from, especially with some of the wonkiness, the exploits and like with ultimate teams, some of the stuff that happens there. Like I see a lot of stuff with ultimate team people complaining about certain ratings. Yeah. Or even or or going into I want to say it's ultimate team, especially in FIFA, because we don't because FIFA, um, one of the highest selling video games or yes. at least one because, you know, football here in the United States, soccer slash football. It's not the best around the world. Everyone loves it. Oh, it's loving. I mean, even in U.S., oh, yeah. soccer has been on the rise for a good bit. So, oh yeah, I mean, you, you have, I, I mean, you have Messi coming into the league, and like he's mm -hmm. just taking it by storm. Uh, Zlatan right. Ibrahimovic a couple years ago, Wayne Rooney, um, Beckham, like he yeah. owns the uh, Miami Inter Miami, mm -hmm. which I actually remember when Beckham moved to Los Angeles and he played for the LA Galaxy, and actually mm -hmm. that boosted, I think that boosted LA Galaxy tickets. For a while, because yes. it's like, hey, you get to see David Beckham here playing in at for LA Galaxy, and I was yeah. like, I, would, I, I still have never been gone to an MLS game. I would like to go to an MLS game. I have not. I I know there's a local team, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. <laughs> they're tier two. Like I hear they're a great time. I've never been to any of their games. Now, I've never been. I've been to the cars. I've been to the StubHub Center where the Galaxy play. Oh, I was. Yes. I wasn't the, there for a chart. I was not there for a Chargers game. I was, I was about there. to ask you if you did. <laughs> Nope, nope. I haven't been. Never been. Um, the when I did go there, it wasn't for a Chargers game. But one of my best friends, he took me there because Porsche was doing a driving event in the parking lot of the StubHub Ooh. Center. So nice. we got to drive. We got to drive Porsches, which was really fun. Nice. And but not only that, we also have LAFC, and LAFC has just like their star has risen a lot, especially here in in Southern California. Because for a while, it was just the Galaxy. There was Chivas USA for a while, but then they they either went defunct or they moved or they just stopped operation. So mm -hmm. now that we have two uh, football clubs here in California or here in Southern California, at least, and both of them, at least LAFC, they're getting a lot of um, attention. And one of my uh, old friends from college, one of the members of uh, we call ourselves the Cactus Club, the the group of friends who go to Arizona for spring training, he loves going to LAFC games, and those fans are. They just get into it. They're they have such a great time. He showed me videos, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to. I want to go. This uh, looks really fun. A rivalry I'd love to go to: Seattle Timbers or Portland Timbers versus the Seattle Sounds, or the Ooh. Sounders. That is apparently a huge rivalry. Ooh, I like that is big time rivalry, especially in MLS. Okay, yeah, because there's even a, another Phoenix team that we were. They're the the Phoenix Rising the hmm. the mls team or at least the team that's trying to get into the mls um they're trying to because every time because every time we go to arizona for spring training we always talk about going to see sports we were even thinking about trying to go see the coyotes at um Mullet. uh at gila river or not gila river the you know the old arena before they moved it to mullet arena yeah it is Gila river you're right yeah we were gonna we were trying to go to a game but we just didn't have the time for it mm-hmm and Glendale's a little out of the way from Arizona or like Phoenix, if I remember yeah. correctly. It's like yeah. that area never really like was there. I know like State Farm Stadium's there in uh, mm -hmm. Glendale as well. But I know like uh, Hilla River, I think that's like it's a little I'm not sure like the actual like locations of both. I don't know if they're relatively closer, but like that's the biggest issue with a lot of like Phoenixians. I, th I think that's how you pronounce it. Is it Phoenixians? I, 
I, I have no idea. I'm only there. I don't think I've ever pronounced it. <laughs> I just figured it's a guess. I'm only there for a little bit. But I mean, I will say that at least they all the like for, for Wes and our friends and my friends when we do go, everything is like because my friend's dad, he owns a house there. So we don't have to get a hotel room. We just stay at the house and then we just drive from there. It takes about like maybe 45 minutes for us to get to Glendale when we go because, oh. you know, Camelback Ranch is up there yeah. and me being the sole Dodgers fan, I'm always begging to go to Camelback, even though nice. honestly, that's not the best, that's not the best stadium. Um, Most spring stick, training it, stadiums are relatively older, so you're not really yeah. going to get a ton out of it. Yeah, but going to Talking Stick, the Diamondbacks um, spring training facility, that is a, because it's Diamondbacks mm. and Rockies, they both share it. It is beautiful. It is absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. I know like, um, I've done spring training once with like a group of YouTubers. Uh, we went to West Palm Beach, that area, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. It was like a week before everything shut down due to COVID. And we were making fun of it at the Marlins training camp. Like we were doing like the uh, the fist bumps and like the tapping of the feet. And then literally days later, they shut down public access to spring training. And then they shut down. It's like, oh, shit. And the second so, time we were actually planning on going to Arizona for spring training. And then the uh, player strike happened. So they canceled spring oh. training. Oh, shit. No, the last spring training I went to was 2020. We only got to go to one game. It was the Dodger game at Camelback. The game got rained out at around the eighth inning. But I mean, Mm. Dodgers won. So for me, I was already I was already happy. Yay. The next morning we're at breakfast and we're just like talking. We're having a good time. And all of a sudden, breaking news, spring training has officially been canceled. And yep. all of us are staring up, looking at the screens, like no effing way. Yeah, we'll never forget this. We because you know it's a bunch of it's a bunch of it's a boys trip, so we go, we have a good time, and we go to a total wine. I will never forget while we're at, at breakfast, we see a bunch of when they were still called the Indians, a bunch of Cleveland fans walk in. They were the most depressed looking bunch I have ever seen. Because yeah. they were going to the stadium and they said, no, we can't let anyone in. COVID, like the MLB shut down spring yep. training. So they go in. They're just all sad, depressed. We go to a total line to um, pick up some things. I remember seeing a Cubs fan walk in with a cart. First giant like uh, display this total line had. He's just reaching for every bottle he can Yeah, so, I mean, that makes sense because most like um, – because sometimes like the liquor uh, areas were closed. I know like in Pennsylvania, they shut down the wine and spirit stores and like you Ooh. couldn't get liquor in the state. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you can't actually get liquor in like a 7-Eleven or a convenience store. You have to get it from oh. a wine distributor. Oh, so really? like, yeah, Pennsylvania's was pretty archaic with their liquor laws for a long time. It took a long time to even get like beer and wine and gas stations. Like oh, it's wow. been over the last like 10 or so years. I've been to the East Coast before, but I've never been to Pennsylvania. I didn't know they had that. Hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. I know um, with um, with like lo- the premium stores. I remember when I was a su- senior in college in 2010. Mm-hmm. I remember being shocked that you could f- buy beer at a Kmart, and I'm like, "Whoa, you could buy beer here?" Because you either had to go to a uh, <laughs> beer distributor, buy by the case, or uh-huh. you had to get an extremely overpriced six pack at a bar. That was the uh-huh. only way you could get beer. Oh. Wow. Yeah, because even here when did my targets start selling alcohol? I already have they always I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I was just always used to like going into a uh going into a uh, like a gas station, seeing like the beer counter or a liquor store, you know, bunch of liquor everywhere. Yep. But me being a kid, I wouldn't pay attention to that stuff. I go straight to the soda aisle because you know, yep. I'm a kid. That's where I would go. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't have to worry about it. It's like, oh, they have soda? Cool. And now, as an adult, even I think one time we were driving because my grand after my grandfather passed away, my grandmother gave my younger brother her car. It was like an old Buick, and he finally had a car now. So he's like, yay, free car. And we're driving it back down, and I'm look up and we're going through Salt Lake City, and I just see this giant billboard that says, We have beer. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Utah. Nice. <laughs> uh yeah. So going so going back to like games like Madden or even um or even FIFA, do you have do you um do you hypothesize that there's a way that we could get these game franchises back to the pedestal that used they used to be on? Because back in the day, I would say like when EA Sports, back when EA Sports, you know, EA Sports is in the game, those yep. were the golden years for that company mm-hmm. before EA became, you know, the devil incarnate. Yep. Do you think there's a way for them to go back to being relevant? Because I feel that now, even in among like, I don't know if it's just because I've walked away from the mainstream um, gamer circles like that. I've just focused more on like more niche type or more niche genres. I just feel that every year it's like a Madden game comes, the Madden game comes out, it gets shit on and then it, it gets forgotten to time. Do you feel that there's a way for them to get back to relevance or it's just they're kind of screwed forever? I think the real way for them to get back to relevance is to have competition because competition actually brings out the best of people. Mm-hmm. I think the thing too, like I know the NFL is allowing non-simulation football games. So I think like they are, I think Sega might be working on like sort of like a non like a non-simulation, like an arcade type football game. So I know there's that NCAA football is coming back as well mm-hmm. because of just, you know, the NIL license that was like out of commission for 10 years. They had to just shelve it just because of everything that happened there. Yeah. And uh, I'd say, like, as I said, that's the real way to more or less get it back. Because let's be real, they're never getting rid of Ultimate Team. That's their pure no. cash cow, never yeah. happening. And, like, they say, like, oh, let's focus on single player. No, that doesn't make them money. Guess what makes them money? Ultimate Team. Because otherwise, they probably lose money every year if they didn't have Ultimate Team, if we're going to be completely honest. Just because of yeah. how much goes into a video game, the development costs, production, everything, the, even the licensing fees probably cost hundreds of millions of dollars nowadays mm-hmm. oh the yeah NFL, FLPA. oh yeah especially with like with the every single year we, we joke about the script writers and we joke about how like you know the nfl is just a giant money-making machine but you're absolutely right every year that license fee or when the license fee gets redone it has to go up because every year more and more people watch the nfl or they put more pump more money into it and of course this year uh, with Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey, so mm-hmm. many more fans and so many more people have started watching um, football. I mean, yes, it is the Kansas City Chiefs, but still, they're watching football because of their favorite artists. And I went on record that the Chiefs aren't bad because of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's just a, I just stand by that wholesome that these two high profile people are in a decent relationship. And as far as I know, it's nice and healthy. I'm okay with that. Chiefs fans, shut up. Your team sometimes just sucks. Just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. As a Raiders fan who's had who's lived through pain and suffering since 2003, just get over it. It's not and the problem is fault. they ain't gonna do it. But guess what? No. They won against Miami. They got a chance to go to the conference championship again. If their they receivers did. could catch, they can make the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I got my Christmas wish this year. My wish was for the Raiders to beat the Chiefs. And you and got they that. Did. I'm oh, dude, they crushed them. And the thing is, they self-destructed. I'm like, oh my god, you look terrible. Yeah, what happened? 
It was a great Christmas present. It was a great Christmas for me. My mom was there. My mom was here. My fiance and I, we were watching the football game. It was a, to me, it was an excellent Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hey, I knew we weren't going to the play. I mean, we had a chance. I was like, there might be a chance, but after all the, yeah. that, I mean, the with through, McDaniels, you were done. I mean, that's the problem. Uh, I'm so, I was, I was dancing on his grave. Figuratively I feel speaking. like, I feel like the only person that didn't expect Josh McDaniels to be a miserable failure was Mark Davis. Because everyone oh, else is like, wait, you're you're hiring him? No, for Why? the long for the longest time, like when we hired when um when we let go of Versace, when mm-hmm. the Raiders let go of Versace and hired McDaniels, I I had an epiphany as like I finally figured out what the Raiders' problem has been for the for years. When the Raiders have a coaching or a player change, they try to go for the person who has who was great in their prime, but they're far past it, and they're trying to rekindle the spark. Mm-hmm. Case in point, Carson Palmer. Yes, he was a great quarterback, didn't pan out so far over the Raiders. What is we go? We go in a different direction with Derek Carr, and then we have Jack Del Rio. What happens? We go to the playoffs. Do we lose? Yeah, but hey, yeah. we made the playoffs. We had a winning season. What happens to Del Rio? Gets canned for Gruden. What happens with Gruden? Jack shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect Gruden to do well because like he'd been out of the game for so long. And it's just like mm-hmm. he didn't do that well if you exclude that one year where he won with Dungy's team. And yeah. uh, well, a couple of the years with the Raiders. And then he he and Bruce Allen kind of ran that team into the ground. I'm like, wait, you're bringing him in? Mm-hmm. And then the, the emails came out and it's like, dude, you can't bring him back in the locker room after that. And nope. he was done. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent out. And then, of course, what happens? Interim head coach, and also not only that, that was the year with where Rugs got his um, yeah, got DUI, his accident, and his then DUI. Uh, you know, Nate Hobbs had an issue. I think mm-hmm. there were a few other things as well, injuries throughout the Wazoo. Damon Arnett oh, yeah. got arrested. I think yeah, he was showing a gun on Instagram. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it it was a shit show. But what happened? We they made, made the playoffs. The playoffs. And then we bring uh, the snake charmer in, or the Mr. Snake Oil, as you called him. Josh McSnake Oil. Yep, Josh McSnake Oil. And what happens? We have absolutely horrible seasons. And the first game after his firing, Antonio Pierce, we not only do we win, we score more points than we did in the past two seasons. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the locker room atmosphere has changed. So, oh, yeah, like they're making fun of Josh McDaniels' like, locker room tenure because like they were walking yeah. on eggshells and it's just like nobody had respect for the guy. Yeah, even after they won, it's like you how come you guys aren't celebrating? Like seeing the the stuff like the on the like ever since McDaniels left, I felt like the Raiders social media media team just went ham. They're like, we mm-hmm. can finally have fun again. Yep, like we can we can bring out the forbidden music again, and then they start to start playing like the the actual <laughs> good stuff and not like the really yeah. bad, like just two taps of a drum and maybe like a couple strings of guitar. Like you're actually bringing out a full jazz band now and just going to town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. As look, as a Raiders fan, I hope they make the right choice, but it, it's the Raiders. They're probably not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Either way. Um. So going back. Go, like I said, we keep tangenting off to like actual real sport. Like I said, this yep. isn't sports. This is the sports ball episode. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah. So going to. So like you said, what you said earlier is competition brings out the best of people, or at least yes. the best of like companies to you know to try and like come to us and spend your money here because we have mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Do you feel that, or do you hope that more arcade style um, sports games can make a bit of a comeback? 
because we do because while we don't have um we probably won't be able to get the nfl licenses or anything but i do remember a while ago ea did do something cool they i don't want to say they re-released but they put nhl 94 yeah. on modern consoles mm-hmm. yeah they did they either like they put it on like a certain versions of like an anniversary edition if i remember correctly and i think they have them like re-released every now once in a while too they obviously can't use the real player names because they're no longer in the nhlpa and there's no real mm-hmm. alumni association where you can be like oh hey we're gonna do x y and z that's what i find interesting about nba not to go in another tangent like they're actually getting like the historical methods and like they're trying to bring in as many players as they can they obviously can't get every single player. Like they don't have Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, a couple other guys too. But you can like mod them in and like have live yeah. rosters. I feel like they actually have because there's um there's a community out there because uh, NBA Jam is one of the most popular arcade video yes. games out there. Like even arcade, I remember watching a commercial for Arcade One Up with Keen Thompson and Charles Barkley playing NBA Jam on their uh cuz you know one of the big things about the arcade one of machines is it's Wi-Fi enabled and you can mm-hmm. play against your friends on wi- via Wi-Fi you don't have to be in the same room together and there's this group there's these group of modders who actually do make mods for NBA Jam I don't want I want to say for emu- for obviously the ROMs and emulation mm-hmm. but it's NBA Jam with current NBA rosters oh nice and I think that is absolutely yeah, that's that is one of the coolest instances. It's still the same type of graphics, still that you still hear the boom shakalaka or he's on yep. fire, you know, all that great stuff that brings you that you know gives you flashbacks to your arcade. But now it's like, hey, I have the it's like you're playing Golden State Warriors. Here's Steph Curry. Oh Steph my god, Curry Steph and Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, or you're playing as the Lakers is like, Oh my God, LeBron, here's LeBron. LeBron's in the game. Oh my God. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you have Luka Doncic and uh, Kyrie on the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Or you have um, that one guy for the bucks whose name I cannot pronounce, but he's the Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dame Lillard. Yep. You probably have Him. that too. Yeah. I know like there are like, <laughs> I mean like there are actually like live mods for a lot of like older games too. Tech mobile usually has updated like rosters for that. NHL 94, they have guys that update that. Uh, they're probably like baseball games that they update as well. So it's definitely a thriving atmosphere. It's not official, but it's like it's yeah. out there if you look. Yeah, but at least with with games like NBA Jam, because I, I knew of NBA Jam. I'm not very good at NBA Jam, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, that's a game I never really went to when I was in the arcades because when I was a kid, I would go to, like, say, Ninja Turtles, Jurassic Park, the more action-y arcade games. But with games like the NBA Jam, I would love to sit down and actually play on, say, on the Super Nintendo or even as on at the arcades again, because I know of my I know of friends and I know of other fans throughout just me being on the Internet and talking to people. They're like, yeah, NBA Jam was like one of the best sports games ever made because it was just so fun. And it brought that it brought the rules of basketball to it, but it made basketball fun. Mm-hmm. in a way not that basketball isn't fun by itself but you look at the more simulation style games it's they're kind of just bland and boring in a way yeah in some regards i know like yeah uh, it's a different thing when you call it a simulation and it turns into a shit show but i mean mm-hmm. there's some regards of like things being unrealistic and over the top there's definitely yeah. fun in that yeah because one of the one of the uh, memories I have when I was really like when I got when I was really getting into hockey and when I was because I played hockey for a little bit, uh, recreational hockey in high school. 
And my parents got me NHL 2K5 or no, not 2K, it was like 2K7 or 2K8 or the old one of the older 2K games. I was surprised because I wanted to do a season as the LA Kings and I was going to try and do a whole 90 some NHL season. And I was just, and after, I must have gotten like 13 games in. I was, I mean, yes, I was having fun, but a while as I kept playing this, I'm like, eh, it gets samey samey. Yeah, it's very, it's very samey samey. And at the same time, as I'm playing, I was like, do I really just want to put in this much quote unquote effort? to eventually get up to like maybe have like a digital Stanley cup. Cause at the time the Kings hadn't won any Stanley cups yet. And I'm just like, do I really want to put in this work to get that? And I have all these other games that engage me. Whereas this one, I just hear the same thing over and over again. There's like this line from a comment. I mean, Oh, it's a video game. They only have so much dialogue you could put in, but then it's like you, like I'm playing a home game at the wrist and peace Staples center. They would say, uh, where are those? This is Los Angeles. Where are the celebrities? Where are they? I would hear that every single time we would play in LA. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can you, is there another track that we could use, please? And it, I mean, the gameplay itself for a hockey game was fun. I had a great time, but after a while, I'm just like, can we like do something? I mean, there were a few other different modes like, hey, you could play pond hockey where you get like NHL players, but like on a froze, frozen over pond. And that was cool. But then there was no ambiance. It's just like maybe it was just like bird. Yeah, you just like it be like playing on a pond. Yeah. So I have a, a do you in your opinion, what's the biggest problem with modern sports games today? Ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like more or less it's and it just- could all it could also be like a menagerie of, of reasons too. It's not just like this is the one problem, you fix this, everything's fixed. It because obviously with like games like Madden, FIFA, like we talked about it earlier, microtransactions, the ultimate teams, yeah. they they just like go they're, off. They're not gonna they're not gonna go away. I mean, yeah, that is part of the problem. But it's mm-hmm. just like once again, that's it's it's a ripple effect. <laughs> it's not really the ultimate teams that are the problem. It's that they focus so much on the ultimate teams that they neglect the core product of the game itself. And I think, unfortunately, there's no real fix for that because, mm-hmm. I mean, you focus more on the game and you have so much code that it just like it's hard to pinpoint exactly where every single thing is. And then you have to go through every single line of code and it might be a comma instead of a period, or maybe like there's a misspelling somewhere and it just messes up the code. It's could yeah. be just something as simple as that. And it's just really mm-hmm. hard to figure that out. I know um, I'm trying to think like what else I say, probably the lack of competition. I'd say that's their biggest problem right now because the exclusive licenses, like if mm-hmm. it's, you're more inclined to just be okay with things and just coast if you don't have any competition, but with competition, you're able to really just get the best out of everything. Remember the peak of football was the early to mid two thousands when EA and, and NFL two K five were fighting mm-hmm. against each other and they innovated in so many different ways. And that's what really, created the best product for both like franchises yeah and even i would say i would definitely i do agree with that because even looking back you had you had like the regular madden titles right you had like madden 08 madden 90 or madden 07 and 08 09 whatever but then you looked on the sides like but here's ea big and we have the more arcade style games Mm -hmm. and like i talked about earlier nba and nfl street while those games they're still 100% licensed they have players like this and everything those were more like let's have fun with this yep and i think that's for me the biggest problem with sports games today is the sports games aren't having fun with it 
But then you look at other games where it's like it's the sport, but they change it up a little bit. Or even it's, it's not a real sport. Like there's uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a game called Windjammers. Have you ever played that one? I have not, unfortunately. OK, so for those if, for those of you listeners uh, and audience members who don't know, Windjammers was interesting. It's um, think of it as Frisbee volleyball in a sense. It's like a Frisbee volleyball game where it's it's a wacky, crazy arcade title where you can go to some crazy volleys. You have certain moves. You Essentially, if you drop the disc, then the other person gets a point. Or you could do like these crazy moves, but it's a fun arcade-style game that even though the gameplay is rather simple, you can constantly play this because it's just addicting because it's fun in its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Or even looking back, because you were talking about Blades of Steel, or and we were talking about ice hockey earlier. Yes, those games are more simple because you know hardware limitations, like we said. But they are just so much fun to play, mm-hmm. and they are just so easy because we're because where we have look at games like the last time I played Madden, I think I was in college, and I was just like, and even though I'm, I'm I would say that I'm video game literate, I'm looking at my controller, I'm looking at this like all different plays on screen. I'm like, what does what do? How do I just pass the ball i'm trying to pass to my receiver and it's just mm-hmm. so hard to do nowadays and that's how tecmo bowl was able to do well it's simplicity and i know with mm-hmm. like ice hockey and blades of steel it's hard to readjust because you control the goaltender as well as your player and it's like oh wait wait yeah i'm controlling my player now so it's like yeah. hard to readjust to that now mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and that was also probably a hardware limitation issue yeah def- definitely but at the same time it's still just so sim- simple because, you know, ice hockey, four players, not five players, uh, five players max with the goaltender. Not a like not a true um, hockey team, but still it's it's a fun hockey game. You you, mm-hmm. I like someone busts out ice hockey or they're like, hey, who wants to play around ice hockey on the NSL? I'm like, hey, I'm I'm game. It's been years since I last played it. I suck now, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Yeah. So. <clears throat> So I had, oh, so when you were a kid, were there any sports style games that you played that weren't affiliated with major sports? Kind of like, kind of like Windjammers in a way, but was there like, I mean, I would say the Mario, the Mario sports games can also yeah, be Mario. I would say Mario would be that. I know a lot of them were major based. I know like I hear a lot of great things about Mutant League football back in the day and Mutant mm. League hockey. Never was able to play them, but I did hear good things. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. I mean, like, I don't know if you could call it Bike. I wouldn't call that a sports game. NASCAR is more or less like racing games, I would say, maybe like Need mm-hmm. for Speed. I would oh. say it's probably one. Need for Speed 2 played the shit out of that on my PC. Need for Love Speed Underground. Game. Under that's the second. I never owned Underground, but you know what I did own? That was a racing game, but it was a more arcade style racing game. And to this day, I will die on the hill that it's one of EA's best titles that they ever released. Hmm. Burnout 3 Takedown. Burnout is a good series. I'm not, I don't think I think I may have rented Burnout 3 once, but I remember it's pretty good. It's just like <laughs> there's a satisfaction of watching your opponent crash into something yeah. else. And then, not like only, in that slow motion, like yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Pretty much. Not only that, but when you get when you crash him into a like a photo spot, and the entire game just stops, and it just like snapshots at different angles of the crash of this car, just like up in the air, yeah. just like about to tumble face forward, and you're just like yeah. And then next thing you know, your boost gets refilled, it gets bigger, and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then five seconds later, you crash in, you're like ah shit. 
Yeah, it's like, and it's the same slow motion. It's like, ah, crap. Yeah. Or even other arcade, like like actual arcade games, not arcade games in the home. Because a lot of times when we're talking about arcade games, we're talking about arcade games in the home. Like NBA Jam, that's on the yeah. Super Nintendo. You can get that. Or even uh, probably like NHL 94, because I'm, I'm willing to bet that EA did release a few arcade cabinets. <clears throat> For NH for some of their NHL games and then brought them over to home console or vice versa. Even NFL Blitz, it's an arcade yep. cabinet, but it's also mm-hmm. on the home but it's console. Available on the home console. Yep. Yeah, but then when you go to like the actual arcades and the actual arcade cabinets, like Daytona yes. Five, like Daytona, Daytona USA. USA. Oh, dude, that's classic. Cruising USA. Oh, I mean, yeah. Cruising USA does have a port for the N sixty four, but still, it's mm-hmm. same it's sort just- of scenario. It's just not the same when you're actually sitting there. You're holding the steering wheel. Even Mario Kart has an arcade game. Uh, yeah, I, I was actually Dave and Buster's this past weekend. They have a Mario Kart game. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is so different. Yeah, it's different, but that's still it's really freaking fun to play. Mm-hmm. It it's is. also it's, it's also <clears throat> it's also nice when you get um <laughs> when you get the, when you get lucky with that one item and you're like. It's like yeah, this is the one I am I use because I've definitely pulled a fast one on uh my fr- my uh my family and friends when I'm playing Mario Kart like actual arcade Mario Kart and they're like I'm gonna win I'm gonna win and then I just use this item and I zoom past them and I'm just like I'm just cackling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ha ha you thought. Uh, but yeah, even looking at those games or looking at those games like those like true arcade games. Thankfully, I feel like those well the racing games they're not going anywhere. I'm pretty sure no matter what, like Need for Speed, even Fast and Furious has like arcade titles or like actual arcade cabinets. But at home experiences, unfortunately, they're I would say they're kind of dwindling because like you said earlier, Ultimate, like we keep going back to EA and the Ultimate team. They keep just making absolute banks, like mints of money because of the Ultimate team. And even with arcade games, it's like, yeah, you have to pay to ever to play them every time. It's not like you buy the game. But it's like it's a quarter. It's a quarter fifty cents. You're not paying like a couple yeah. hundred bucks every like perm. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Exactly. Which I would say is a is a bummer because I would love to go to a modern arcade like you, Dave and Buster's around one, and to see a not a ticket, not a um like a, a ticket redemption game, but an actual arcade game for like say NHL for like NHL, NBA, or even NFL. Just like hmm. something there, or even like a pitcher simulator. Or or a, a batting simulator would be really cool. Yeah. I know there's like a mini baseball game, but there isn't like actual baseball. It's nothing like yeah. that. Yeah, I re- have you like uh, something like a hit tracks probably wouldn't be a bad idea. But I, I think I, that'd be probably pretty hard. But with like you know the health yeah. waivers and limitations stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as I said, I live here. I live in Cal- in Southern California. I'm pretty close to Disneyland. And back when it was still around, ESPN Zone. Uh, when they had their like this giant sports themed arcade upstairs, they did have a pitcher simulator where it was um, like they had they projected like actual. Um, it was like essentially it was really cool because it was um, pre-recorded video of a certain baseball player for a certain baseball game, and you got to pitch against them. Hmm. And of course, of course, if you pitched well, you might be able to strike them out because they had like pre-recorded footage of them striking out or you do what I did. Think I could strike out Barry Bonds and my third pitch. He knocks it into the water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think many people are striking out Barry Bonds. 
No, I mean, once again, I was 12 and I was a, I was a fool. Mm. <laughs> I know, think that's, that's how a lot of people are with Perry Potts. I don't blame yeah. you, dude. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially me being the Dodgers fan. And every time he came to LA, loudest booze in the entire stadium. Mm-hmm. Still, still will never forget those days. But so I'm trying, I had a, I had a whole bunch of questions ready to go. And then of course, once we started my brain decides to go, Hey, click. Oh, it's all good, man. It happens, man. <laughs> it happens. All right. So, all right. I figured it out. So uh, like you said, whenever you do have the chance to play video games, it's, you know, you we're all, we're all busy adults. We all have lives and we have every, and we have other stuff going on. What's your favorite game to play nowadays? Doesn't have to be a sports game. What's just your favorite game to just sit down and unwind with right now? I would say if I had time, probably either uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord, uh, Out of the Park Baseball. They're always good. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I sometimes get into some older games every now and again. Like, you know, sometimes I like I want to get back into Roller Coaster Tycoon every once in a while. Maybe that one. I'm trying to think. Because like I, I see it like on sale, I'm like, oh man, I should buy that. And I'm like, oh man, I see Roller Coaster Tycoon. I'm like, I'll see like old video of it. I'm like, man, I want to play that again. Because sometimes like you get into like an old playthrough on YouTube. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I want to play that again. And that's awesome. Roll, that is a Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon is a game I have not heard in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. They have play- it on Steam now, I think. Like Ooh. they have like a remaster and they have the originals, I think. Wow. That is I, I never I never played the game or at least when I saw it because when I did see it I was you know I was in elementary school we had like a computer lab with like a bunch of edu- edutainment or yeah very oh, like, they were, were fun edu- games though man no no they 100% were I remember spending hours or I was spending my entire computer time trying to get to this one computer because it had my save file for where in the world is Carmen San Diego oh. and, ev- and every single time. I was this close to catching Carmen San Diego. Some other kid in another classroom would swoop in and wipe my save file. And I was just like, stop it. <laughs> I was so, they got to a point where I'm trying to speed run Carmen San Diego just so I could catch her. Never happened. Mm. <sighs> That's the worst. Yeah, but. Um, oh well hey you we were it was it was the late 90s early 2000s what are you gonna do yep and then you have a computer lab and it's like oh maybe you can beat in like 40 minutes probably not yeah no probably not but and even then when i went to revisit my school because i went with some old friends of mine and uh one of my friends she was still teaching at that at my old elementary school we go back and we're talking with our sixth grade teacher who somehow still remembered us and we're like, oh, so we're in the computer lab now. It's like, oh, yeah, we, we're doing all – it's like, wait, so you guys can't play Oregon Trail anymore? It's like, oh, no, we got rid of that years ago. I'm like, what do you mean you got rid of it? How dare yeah. you? No, I mean, there's no point now because, like, I mean, most of it's probably on, like, iPads. Yeah, so. or even, or even uh, like, I remember at Target they had, like, a handheld Oregon Trail based off the old DOS version. Oh. I'm like, that was – yeah, that was really cool. It was really cool. I'm still kind of mad at myself. I never picked that up. So, so right now, wow, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I don't know why, but that threw me off for a bit. I was, I, I was just thinking, like, you know, something that popped up in my mind. I feel like playing it every now and again. Like, I might, oh, I might play that. I'm like, now it's like, uh, do I tempt, do I finally splurge down and buy it and spend a couple hours playing it? That's the problem. Cause now it's like, there's that little part in the back of your mind. It's like, you shouldn't be playing video games. You need to work on stuff. Come on. Yeah, That's the yeah. problem. 
Oh no, hundred percent. That happens to me quite quite a bit. There are times I get home from work and I'm just like, you know what? I need to go kill some monsters in Final Fantasy 16. And I'm doing some side quest, and there's that little voice. He's like, "Hey, how come you're playing video games when you have stuff you need to write?" I'm like, "Just let me enjoy this. I had a bad yep. I had a bad day. Let me enjoy my things." Mm-hmm. I know so that going, feeling all too well. Yeah. Well, so stepping away from sports games just for a little bit, what are some of your favorite video games? that you remember as a kid playing or even today, like, like we said, roller coaster tycoon is one that you enjoyed. Well, just sitting down and unwinding with for a little bit, but growing up, going away from the sports games was uh, like, say your top three or five favorite games that you grew up playing Ooh, with. Well, I mean, you got to do F zero X road rash, the series and the oh. Genesis got to oh. do those. I would say, you know, Sonic, the hedgehogs obviously got to be up there. Sonic two, Sonic three, Sonic and knuckles. I mean, I got to go with, I'm trying to think, GoldenEye 007, Perfect Dark. Got to go with okay. those. I mean, those are classics. Halo, the original. Got to mm-hmm. go with that one. Halo 2 multiplayer, Halo 3 multiplayer. Ooh, I'm trying to think. Like, I could just rattle off, like, nonstop. And there are a bunch of ones you just forget about. And it's like, oh, I'll bring this back. And it's like, okay. Wait. Oh, I'm not saying that this list has to be like definitive because I can't tell you how many times I'm on Twitter and retro video game Twitter. People say these are like my top 25 games of all time. And I look at these lists. I'm like, we would share a lot of these titles. But then I think I know there would be a certain game that I would completely forget about or I would yeah. play game years after the fact. Like right now, I'm jumping between Final Fantasy 16 and Chrono Trigger for the DS. Mm. So many of my friends on the in the RPG circles have said Chrono Trigger is like the like top tier video games. The primo game for the SNES, yes. Oh yeah. And I've now I'm finally playing it. I'm playing the DS version, which thankfully is like one of the better versions to play if I don't have the actual cartridge, because that cartridge is expensive. Very much so. Uh Shining Force is probably the same way for the Genesis. Shining Force one and two. They're oh, they're yeah. good games too. Oh yeah. I oh I had when I still have my Dreamcast, I had a Genesis a Sega Smash Pack. I only bought it because it had Sonic the Hedgehog, the original Sega Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog, yep. and a slew of other Genesis titles. Shining mm-hmm. Force was one of them. I had oh, no yeah. idea. This, yeah, this was no like expectations. And then it's yeah. like, holy crap, this is amazing. Like exactly. it was like a, a thing with Sonic 2, Vector Man 2. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there are a couple other games. So like, oh, what's Shining Force? Holy crap, this is really good. Yeah. See, or even uh, like when I was a kid and, you know, when I was young, like the, my first real foray into RPGs, as much as I um, didn't want to admit it at the time, was Pokemon. I didn't know what Pokemon was. Like I was, I was unfortunate that little brat who would say games like Final Fantasy are boring because it's turn based. While I'm playing Pokemon, which is turn-based. surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's like, but the characters are cute and everything. It's, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was the it thing, and Final Fantasy was deemed as the thing for nerds, and even though. I grew into being like embracing the nerd in me, obviously. Uh, looking into games like playing Kingdom Hearts also really got me into RPGs because, you know, I'm playing it. It it was like I was able to dip my toes into it. And all of a sudden I'm playing Final Fantasy X and the story in X was just so amazing. I'm like, wait, video games can do this? What? There's a, like a real story because, you know, you play Mario, you play Super Mario Brothers. There's technically a story there. You don't know what it is. You're just like, go to the right jump on the turtles, jump on the Goombas, get the power-ups, don't die, good luck. And then hope the princess is in the castle. It's like, oh, yep. okay, where, why is the princess not in another castle? This is fucking stupid. Yeah. I thought I killed Bowser like eight times. Am I killing his clones <laughs> or something? 
just chucking Bowser into the lava constantly. And all of a sudden, it's like, is he still there? What the shit? Yep. Yeah, so... So, yeah, when you were talking about the Sonic games, that was just like my brother and Sonic, because that was... I never really owned a full Genesis. My first Sonic game was for the PC. It was Sonic CD. And that mm. is still, to this day, my favorite video game of all time. I mean, yes, their nostalgia goggles are on, but still... But that's a good I, game, though. It is a fantastic video game. I, I, when they finally started giving us some love later, like later in life, I'm like, I'm like, finally put Sonic CD on some of these collections because it's technically on the Genesis. Yes, it's the Sega CD, but it was for the Genesis. Yeah, just on you that on. Genesis, you needed a Genesis to make it work. Hmm. Yeah. So going, so jumping back to sports ball, maybe not sports ball video games, but sports ball in general or for or sports in general i don't know why i keep saying sports ball my god you got your your i'm corrupting you i'm sorry <laughs> you've been your videos have been corrupting me for years damn it uh. so at the so for when i don't know when exactly this episode's gonna come out but when it does come out um at the time of this recording the nfl playoffs had just started we just had yes. a wild card weekend of more teams have gotten mm -hmm. eliminated I know you did your predictions for on your uh, the haters guide to the playoffs, but mm -hmm. I gotta ask: Have your predictions changed since this weekend, or are they still? Or do you still think it's gonna be the um, who was? Oh no, it has to change because I well, can't say because I said Chiefs Cowboys just because I didn't <clears throat> yep. expect like the obvious stuff to happen. Uh, Kansas mm -hmm. City still alive. Uh, Dallas is uh, they hilariously lost, and I laughed hysterically. It was beautiful. You're welcome your congrats, the Jinx, by the way. Your congrats Dallas video was quite funny. Especially I was just me was... laughing for three minutes. That's all it was. Look at, <laughs> when I looked at the score, I was I was laughing myself for a good five minutes. And the problem well, is cause... the score is deceiving because most of that was in garbage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after the collapse of Dallas, who do you think is going to go to the promised land, promised land being the Super Bowl? This now. I still now. think Kansas City's got a good chance, so I'll stick with mm -hmm. them. But in the NFC, I'm going to switch to San Francisco. I think they're the most well-rounded team. Okay. Yeah, and now watch them both lose in the second round because of that. Yeah, they or they might not. They might get like who well, yeah, who knows? I would say AFC. I'm gonna go dark horse and go for the Bills. Because originally I was hoping for Miami, but that didn't happen, obviously. I would say Bills Lions. That's not Lions a bad are gonna choice. win it. I would my I kind of want the two teams who've never won a Super Bowl before. I want history to be made. And I'm saying mm. I'm going for Bills Lions. Now, if either team wins, I'm not gonna be upset. Unlike so what about Texans Lions? That would be the ultimate underdog bowl, and you'd also get history. That oh god, that's right. Yeah, that would be that would be that insane. would be like so like out of there. I'm like, whoa, they made it? Holy crap. It's, I yeah, don't think Houston's like, gonna make it, but still, nah, because they're playing. They're playing Baltimore next. Baltimore, but Baltimore's uh, been known to crumble. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. I hope they don't. But yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm hoping for because looking back seasons past, the Bills got robbed. Like that one year, the I want to say 2022 or 2020, when they lost to Kansas City in the final minutes. Yeah, it was 13 seconds, and I mean, they yeah. had the chance and they blew it. Mm hmm. So I'm I'm hoping for my hope is Bills Lions. That would be pretty cool. 
either either team wins either team wins it good for them they never neither one has won a super bowl but i feel that this might be the lions time maybe i mean if they everything I goes mean, to plan i'm not crazy about their yeah. defense but it's like right could still do something that's true but once again we we don't know hopefully we didn't just jinx them right now yeah We'll see. I mean, we pretty yeah. much jinxed every team, so you see. <laughs> oh no! Next yep. thing we know, we're gonna get angry. The comment section below, the comment section below, is gonna be full. Oh, of it's gonna be destroyed. Cheap. It's gonna destroy. Me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is like how dare me, you? <laughs> I have, I have Cowboys fans see. pissed at me for saying like, "Oh, you jinxed the Cowboys." It's like, yeah, I think that was the point. <laughs> 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 I didn't expect it this early. No, nope. I thought they were gonna be good this year. They look promising. Yeah, but hey, not only that, what the hell happened to the Eagles, man? They 2020 yep. Steelers reincarnate. They just imploded. <laughs> and I mean, I I was seeing them in like against the Giants final week of the season. I'm like, this team is terrible. Like they're yeah. gonna lose by 20. They should have lost yeah. by more if the Tampa Bay receivers could catch. Yeah. I was even I was even looking back on it, I was like. Like when you made the seat, like when your editor did the Sephiroth joke with the Seahawks playing the Eagles, the Seahawks won that game. Yep, they won it like because half, like uh, the Eagles imploded. Yeah, halfway through, I'm like, and what? I was even just as confused as you are because I'm, I'm watching your videos. I'm like, but wait, the Eagles were a powerhouse. Like half the season, they were like the scariest team in the entire mm-hmm. league. Now they, all they of a lost sudden, to they, two really good teams at the time, like San Francisco yeah. and Dallas. Yeah, it's like okay, that's acceptable. I will accept those losses. You recoup, you recuperate, you get better, and then you learn. And then they lose to Tampa Bay of tank division, the most el- mm-hmm. one of the most elite teams. And now all of a sudden, also that's another thing you corrupted me with with tank division. That's beautiful though. Tank Bowl is it, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful sight. Every time I, the, uh, I said the only thing I could think of when I was thinking of Tank Bowl for the first time is the goddamn NBA on NBC theme. I have no idea why. It was just <laughs> the first thing that came to mind. And it's like, why am I thinking of this theme suddenly after not hearing it for 20 years? I just don't hey, know why. It's it's those one of those famous earworms that goes in your head that will yeah. just know that will just leave no matter what. It's kind of like even though he, the I, I haven't seen, I haven't watched a live game of Monday Night Football in years because you know work schedule. My work schedule is not the best, but I will every time someone says, "Are you ready for some football?" I will just think of the classic Monday Night Football intro with um, that one artist whose name I can't forget, and it was just like it's just iconic. It's just like uh, John Williams or um, Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, him. Yeah, Hank Williams Jr. And it was like, "Are you ready for some football?" It's like yep. he made that song. Made Monday nights yeah, fun. It made you get pumped. I'm like, man, yeah. I want to watch football. Let's go. It's like even even if it was too, even if it was like, let's see, like late 2000s. Even if it was who were tor- if who were horrible teams in the thousands. If even if it was Browns versus Jets, I would be excited to watch. Oh it. yeah, oh dude, easily. I mean, now yeah. they they have like the new one. It's like coming in the air tonight with like Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg. It's like it's not the same. It's just like yeah. eh, I know what you're trying for. It just it doesn't. Uh, it, it does. It, I mean, I won't. I won't lie. Carrie Underwood when she would do Sunday Night Football was so pretty fun. Yep, they still. I think she still does that. I think so. Oh, neat. I mean, it's like but, it's still kind of like you know, it, it. It's kind of gets you up for it. It's not. Are you ready for some football? But it's you know, it does its job. Yeah, it, it does. Hundred percent does. But man, 
Those old days of the nineties, man, they were killer. Oh, dude, the Fox theme—they still roll that one. Do you still think it's like? Do 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 do. Do you think of that as well? It's like, man, I'm ready to watch some bad football. I'm ready to watch Panthers versus Saints. Let's get it. <laughs> oh my God, man. Yep, that that's t- that's true tape division right there. <laughs> yep. Oh um, yeah, even when that the- when that theme comes on, I'm just like, let's go. Yeah, I oh, oh man, dude, I am so ready. In 2008, I am watching Rams versus Lions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. God, the oh man, yeah. Even if it was a crappy game, but of course, when it was a game with that, like for a team that you wanted to see, or a team that you knew had like play out like end of the season Monday Night Football, playoff hopes are on the line, and you see, are you ready for some football? It just like cranks up the hype to like even higher than eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, those were some good times. But anyways, tree. I got to say, thank you, man, so much for coming on. This has been an absolute blast. I hope you enjoyed your time here today. Absolutely, man, dude. I love talking video games and I love talking sports. You know what? This was heaven for me. I love being on here, man. Thank you for having me on, dude. Of course. Hey, dude, open invite if you ever want to come back. And also, I will be remiss if I did not uh, mention this, because when you first agreed to come, I have to admit, when you first agreed to come on the show to come on the show and talk sports games with me and just sports in general, I was freaking the F out. Because I'm like, because first of all, it's like, holy shit, he answered back. And holy shit, he said yes. And I reached out to my friends at the Cactus Club saying, you guys are never going to fucking believe this. And nice. uh, most of yeah, and most of them being A's fans, they also wanted uh, to extend their thank you to uh, from them to you about your video for the Oakland A's. Oh, dude. I mean, I, my condolences to A's fans. I mean, that's that's it hurts. I mean, yeah, the Pirates yeah, might be in that situation soon too if they're at least with PNC expires. Yeah. So it's it's going to be like five or six years down the road, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot because they actually, I while I'm not an A's fan, one of my favorite stadiums to go to in Arizona is Hohokam. It's just a really, I just like the vibe of the stadium. It's a fun stadium to go to. It's really chill and relaxing. And even just but just being with my friends and and there and just seeing the A's, excuse me, play in that stadium it was just so much fun to do. And now that they're moving to Vegas, it even as, even though once again, like I said, SoCal huge Dodgers fan, it sucks because I know the A's have great history in Oakland. They were the mm-hmm. power. They were powerhouses in the eighties. Yes. And when they were doing the reverse boycott, I was like, please just sell this team to, they're just not going please. To. no, they're not going to. It's like when a, like when Ari Moreno said, said he was going to sell the angels. I was like, and, and get like, him I'm out like, of there. Thank God. And then he said like unfinished business is like, Oh God. It's like you son of a bitch. Even though I'm not an angels fan. I know I have, obviously I have friends who are diehard angels fans. I'm like, look, even though we, we throw jabs at each other. I want you guys to have fun. I want mm-hmm. you guys to have a decent team. And also I want the angels to change their goddamn name. Cause they're not in, in Los Angeles. They're the uh, Los Angeles angels of Anaheim. Remember that. Even they, even they hate it. I, they, it's I stupid. Went, you know, they're doing it just stupid. for like increased like brand rights. That's yeah, all they're doing it for. Or he's like, Hey, let's try to like all of orange County hates being associated with Los Angeles. Thankfully the Anaheim ducks and the, they're like, never the, yeah. they're the Anaheim ducks. They they're, they have a great fan base in Anaheim, great fan base in orange County. And it's like, they are proud of being part of the city of Anaheim. I'm like, yes, be a part of that. You know, Orange County is your home. Please take it. I mean, yes, they were 
they came into being because of the Disney movie, but you know what? They made an identity all of themselves. And of course they won the cup in 07. I was cheering for them in 07. I wanted them to win. And just like, but yeah, my friends in the cactus club, the, all the ace fans just want to say, thank you for making that really good video. And you've essentially encapsulated how they're feeling because they are so pissed off right now. And so upset, but yeah, it's going to be a few years until they, until they come come down to the Nevada, but still, it, it just freaking sucks. Uh, I think the thing too is that at least expires this next year. It's still a lot of loopholes to go over, and where do you go from there? You play in Las Vegas's AAA stadium. I mean, that's m- your most logical bet. I mean, yeah. you can't stretch out in Oakland much further just because, like, I mean, you pissed off the city. You've mm-hmm. pissed off pretty much everyone around you. Nobody's going to go to the games. Like, I, yeah. I went to Oco. I think a couple years ago, it felt like a throwback to three river stadium. It was just sad because like, there was like one, something that was great there. He liked a little bit of that drum crew, a little bit of the camaraderie, but it just was a shell of itself. And it was sad. Yeah. I've only been to Oakland Alameda Coliseum once in my life. And this was in the, I would say 90 Christmas of 96. Cause my dad took me to go see the Raiders play the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Only I ever got to see the Raiders live. And this was back when the Jaguars were really good. So unfortunately, the Raiders lost. But being there, of course, being being amongst the Raiders fans, it was just, you know, I was a first grader. I was just like, oh, my God, I finally get to see my favorite football team live. This is great. And then, you know, growing up, seeing my friends and talking to my friends, uh, like when he showed me what the Coliseum looked like before Mount Davis was built, even I got mad. I'm like, you got to see the mountains. It was a beautiful picturesque area of the east bay i was like no that is gorgeous whoa wait because al davis decided like i need more fans in my stadium to see well, people he, later they oakland did it to move back to from la that's why mm. they did it and they i think they finally paid it off i think a couple years ago or uh. they they are they're still paying it off i oh I, I think what's happened is like it they it, they they paid off their creditor but i think alameda county I think oh. actually has the debt and now Oakland's paying that off over time because Oakland's just screwed because of a lot of like geopolitical issues. And mm-hmm. it's like, they have just too many issues to go over. That's why they can't focus on the sports teams. And yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I, like I said, I love being a Raiders fan. I, I will love this team for, for as long as I live, but yeah, they have done some really stupid shit over the years. Mm-hmm. That being one of them. Definitely. It happens though. Yeah. But anyways, they just want to say thank you for your video on the Oakland A's. And they also said, if you ever find yourself in Phoenix during spring trading, hit us up. We'll buy you a beer. Oh dude, you don't have to do that, but I absolutely appreciate it, man. <laughs> I hope to get down to Arizona sometime, even for yeah. spring training, just because like, I've never been to Arizona. I've been to Cali. I've been to Oregon. I've never been to Arizona. Yeah. I will. Well, Arizona, the springtime or spring training, but weather isn't that bad. I mean, I will Look, look, California, we get a dry heat. Arizona, they get worse of a dry heat. But I won't oh, lie. Yeah. It's not that. Sometimes it's pretty chilly. Sometimes it's in like the low, high 80s, maybe low 90s, give or take. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, it's no. not summertime. So you're not dealing with 100 to 110. Nope. No, definitely not. No. That no. Those, day, those days, it's just like you step outside, you instantly feel, at least we don't have the humidity because I've been to places like Orlando oh, in the middle God. of jacksonville in yeah. summertime it feels like it just sticks to you i'm yeah. like oh god oh. and i know I, like pennsylvania gets humid too like a mm-hmm. mid-temperate climate that is just swamp oh one of my first games outside of california quick story quick story when i was little 
my dad, my dad and I, we went to St. Louis for a father son trip solely to see the Dodgers play the Cardinals. I've never been to St. Louis before. That's with who they're playing that weekend. So we figured screw it. Well, because my dad racked up because of his work, he racked up a lot of like a uh, frequent flyer miles. So he essentially got two freaking tickets to St. Louis. We go to St. Louis. We're going to be there for a few days. First, right when we land, we're going to go see the Dodgers play the uh, cards at Bush Stadium. I step out into the um, into the St. Louis area for the first time. And I'm just like, <gasps> nope. <laughs> I have never experienced humidity like that before in my entire life. And I hated it. I mean, the trip itself mm. was fun. We had a great time. I even was this close to catching a foul ball. And also I got a um, like the whole trip. I got a signed autograph from Sean Green. Because a know. bunch of uh, a bunch of Cardinals kids, uh, Cardinals fans, kids were trying to get us autograph from Sean Green, and he's like, "No, no, no, no!" Looks up, sees me decked out in Dodgers, says, "Except you." Nice. <laughs> That's like my, that was like my shining moment because I was the one Dodger fan asking nice. for uh, um, an autograph, and he and all the other kids covered. I could feel their stares, like, yeah. <laughs> It was freaking great. But anyways, Tree, you have an open invite. You ever want to come back on, shoot the shit about video games or sports ball, all you have to do is hit me up. You have an open invite, sir. Absolutely. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it, man. Of course. Now, Tree, where can people find you on the internet? Well, I am on Urinating Tree on YouTube, Urinating Tree on Twitter. I just ramble and shit post on there. You don't have to really go there. And Instagram, I sometimes go on, not really, urinating underscore tree. So I guess sometimes do some personal stuff. Like if I go out for baseball trips, I'll usually post some stuff there. So, yeah. And also, you um, sometimes play for the Melon Heads too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well. and that's where stuff is. That's where some of the baseball trips come in. So like uh, yeah. we've had a few trips to Burlington, North Carolina. We did that uh, last year and the year before. Last year we also went to Portland, Oregon for the Pickles game. And mm-hmm. we'll we'll see if what happens this year. And I'm I'm hoping not to suck. I've been trying not to suck, but it's uh. <laughs> Is, uh, it's uh, well when you never play growing up because like as i said like i wanted to play like t-ball but it's like you know single mother four kids can't really do anything about yeah. it it's just it happens yeah, but it's e- just like you have to pick your battles oh yeah i mean even when i was a kid because i played like two seasons of little league when i was a kid i absolutely loved it but then of course you know you're a kid your interests and your and your wants they can't they change on a freaking dime yeah like one year i like one year I was like, I want to go back to playing baseball, blah, blah, blah. And then the next year, all of a sudden, I'm a huge hockey nerd. Yep. And then like once you find the opportunity, it's like, oh, you can play baseball. It's like it was either cup policy. I'm like, nah. Yeah. But also Melonheads, that's a team from backyard baseball. So whoever yep. picked that team name, good on you. Exactly. I think that's why they chose it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, Tree, thank you again so much. Uh, love to have you back on. Hopefully. Hey, who? Love to talk to you back again during when the Super Bowl ends. Definitely. We'll see, man. Absolutely. <laughs> that, we, that we will. Well, until next time, everyone, unpause. Pause.